The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global. Thank you for joining us here on Plant Profits. Hello, everyone. I am Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I'm a partner at Protus Global People Solutions. I am a partner focused on adult consumable businesses, and um, I'm really excited about this today. I have with me uh, Lisa Ruggieri. Uh, Thanks for joining us. My next guest, uh, she is an entrepreneur, a big-time entrepreneur. She's done a lot, and we'll talk about that. (laughs) She's been an executive with over 15 years' experience in advising and building direct-to-consumer brands and marketplaces. And I'm all about direct-to-consumer brands and marketplaces, so I'm looking forward to having that discussion with her. Lisa, how are you this morning? Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm doing really well. Thanks. Oh, that's good. Now, where are you? I am in New York. I'm in you New York. Are. I'm in upstate New York right now, but uh, New Yorker born and raised. So. Yeah. <laughs> now, now were, were you born, you were born in New York. Were you born upstate or were you you're down in the, the, yeah, the complex actually, city? I was, I was actually born in Hoboken, New Jersey. Okay. I lived in um, boroughs and around New York City, but always down, uh, down New York State. Yeah. Okay. Okay. No, that's, 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 uh, that's cool. Now, are you permanently up North or you're, or you're just doing this time up North? Just doing this time up North. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hanging out in the woods with some deer. <laughs> yeah. Nature. Yeah. That's a good time to do that now, isn't it? It is. Yeah. Yeah. Are you getting some thinking done? Yes. Yeah. A lot of reflection. Mm-hmm. A lot of quiet time, you know, some some space. Uh, it's helpful, but I'm, I miss the city a lot. Uh, that that's my that's my home. And yeah. I'm, ready, I'm ready to go back. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Have you set a date for your arrival into that wonderful city we call New York, New York? Yes, actually, this weekend is my birthday. Oh, my birthday request was to go home to to my city and enjoy my birthday in my city and in my park that I love so much. I, I run the loop in Central Park just about every day. Okay. And I miss it. And that's what I'm doing for my birthday. Well, from all of us here at Plant Profits, happy birthday. Thank you. <laughs> no, that's great. No, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. So grew up in New York. Now, you have a law degree? Yes. Yeah, I do. Villanova? Villanova, yeah. Really? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, so you have a law degree now. Did you did you practice at all? Did you ever get into the profession? No, not really. Um, I was working with a firm mm-hmm. before I graduated an internship, and it was all about entrepreneurship. And so early on in law school, I was exposed to all of these uh, startup brands when startups really weren't even cool. Um, And I knew right away that business was for me. Uh, Yeah. Fast growth of these companies. I was exposed to so many engineers. And I really uh, wanted to do that. Uh, I knew from the get-go. 
So quick pivot into my second year of maybe I would do mergers and acquisitions, but I really wanted to work with startups. Yeah. So you, you, you found some, some real energy from that, huh? Yeah, absolutely. I feel like entrepreneurs are born entrepreneurs and my parents were entrepreneurs. And so, yeah. um, you know, they were immigrants to the U.S. I'm a first generation and my parents uh, invested in real estate and at an early start in areas maybe where others probably would not have. And my father worked two jobs, one in a restaurant. My mom worked in a bank and they grew their own business while working full time. And I watched that mm-hmm. uh, and I realized that I had that gene yeah. of really working hard and that hustle to build something and, how, and watch it grow. And they really, I feel like I was born into that environment and this is what I was meant to do. And it really makes me happy. Well, you know, your friends at Healist Advanced Naturals love you for that, I'm sure, because they need that energy. I can identify with that, really, because my, 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 my father is an entrepreneur. And I watched him have a full-time job, and I watched him uh, build a plumbing business. Uh, and it was, it was very interesting, and the energy. I remember that he would never let me sleep past 4.35 a.m. Right? Right. You know, we always had something to do. He always had me doing something. And, um, and that carried over. I mean, that, that, that's DNA stuff. Right. And yeah, it's, 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 it's really, uh, really, really important. So, so you got this gene, this, this entrepreneurial gene and it, it, it showed up early. When when did you first get a chance to really apply it? I think the first time I really applied it was with tone row. And I would say fully applied because I was learning prior to that along the way. Uh, with companies that I worked with. But with Tone Row, I really applied it. Um, Tone Row was born, and I and I believe this about entrepreneurs as well, for a purpose, not for money. Um, and I always had that gene as well. Yeah. So my business school classmate, who's a world-class musician named J.Y. Song, um, okay. Juilliard grad and, and on the Juilliard staff at currently, Uh, came to me and said during class, you know, there's all of these children from China paying $30,000, $40,000 a year to practice with me just to get into Juilliard. And I I feel terrible that their families are giving up all this money to send them here for a few months and pay their rent and have them pay me. And there could be so many people around the world that would like access Mm -hmm. And are brilliant, talented musicians and composers, and they just can't afford to reach me or people like me. And at that point, I had learned a lot about software development for video conferencing from just working with other companies. Okay. And we embarked on this journey to democratize music instruction, really at a conservatory level, around the world. And that's where I started to apply my technical skills and business skills to an entrepreneurial purpose to make the world better or to improve uh, an obstacle or a boundary or a geography issue or a financial issue for an entire industry. And so I think that is where I really first thrived because it was disruptive for the better. Mm -hmm. Uh, Prior to that, I was working and learning and 
uh, all the technical things that come with um, startups, Series A fundraising, what that yeah. all means. But yeah, really applied it with Tone Row, which was where I kind of led for the first time versus being a part of a group of people in a startup. So you co-founded that with your friend. Yes. And uh, I want to make sure people understand exactly exactly what that is. So so that was a direct-to-consumer reach yeah. for you, right? Yeah, it was and, the first direct-to-consumer reach for me. I think direct-to-consumer marketplace where we were connecting mm-hmm. people with other people on a site worldwide. Uh-huh. So imagine me, my first time doing a WeChat with a group of people in China and I don't speak Mandarin or any Chinese whatsoever, but figuring out how to set that up with my partner um, who does <laughs> and, and putting somebody, um, someone famous on a WeChat in China and all of a sudden you go to 10 million people on that WeChat and your site just shutting down. <laughs> um, oh. So yeah, it was quite the direct to consumer in a nutshell. You can hit it big and you can go big really fast without ever intending to. <laughs> well, it's hard to control it, right? Once you get out there, yeah. you know, it's almost uh, you're fishing. And when they hit, they hit, yeah. you know? Quite extraordinary. That, that is great. I, I really, I love that. I, I, and, and preparing to have this chat with you, I, I, I looked at that. Now, when you entered that market, was there anything similar to that in that market space? Nothing. Nothing at all. Wow. Uh, we, we approached Juilliard. We approached mm-hmm. um, Carnegie Hall and okay. Sir Clive Gillinson, who's the director there. It was a huge supporter of ours. Um, but there was nothing like it. And all of them were concerned for us because they said, oh, you know, in this classical musicians and conservatory level musicians, they don't like technology. They're not going to adapt to it uh, very well. And uh, they were wrong. (laughs) 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 Fairly well. um, And it it was quite an extraordinary experience. Oh, that's beautiful. Nothing like it. And, you know, it was so many years ago, Nothing like it, and no one thought it could ever be what it is today, right? The way we all use Zoom on a regular basis. Um, yes, uh, it's it's changed our lives, I think, and 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 ways for for better, in my yeah. opinion, and and many ways for for better. We're going to take a break. We'll continue our discussion with Lisa Ruggieri, who uh, is a co-founder of Healis Advanced Naturals, and she also serves as the chief marketing officer of that business. And I'm looking forward to learning more about that. I'm Vern Davis, Plant Profits. I am your host. Plant Profits is fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. We'll be back. Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling, with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Shuggies infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take-anywhere treat. One toe over the line, sweet Jesus, one toe over the line. 
fortunate to have Michael Brewer of Brewer and Shipley. Your signature top 10 song, One Toke Over the Line. I've read a couple different versions of, of what the tune's origins are. What's the true story? We were playing a little club in Kansas City. A friend stopped by with some really good hash. We stepped out back and came back in. We're tuning up in the dressing room, and Tom said, Man, I'm really one toke over the line. I just cracked up. I thought it was hysterical. We literally wrote that song just entertaining ourselves and to make our friends laugh. It's time to Hemp Resent, only on Cannabis Radio. Hey, take a look at this. They're selling smart pots. <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart? Where is it? Not that kind of pot. Smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants. Check this out. This is the original fabric container for faster producing, healthier plants. They're made with a superior fabric that delivers high yields. Plus, smart pots are reusable and sustainable, so you can use them over and over again, no matter if you use them indoor or outdoor. That's very smart, but how good are they for the environment? Smart pots are BPA-free and lead-free, so you'll always be able to ensure a pure, clean grow, and they're 100% made in the U.S. Over 28 million smart pots have already been sold, so it seems like a smart investment. Look for smart pots in close to 2,000 garden centers throughout North America and ask for the original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I am here with Lisa Ruggieri, co-founder of Healist Advanced Naturals, and she's also the chief marketing officer. And we just spent some real cool time talking about uh, her first really real full-blown entrepreneurial experience in Tonroe, and then um, where she she really got to exercise this direct-to-consumer marketplace and and really uh, get some key learnings and and that has been a huge impact on what she's doing today so you did that but you also went to big company right you went to big beauty and yeah. uh you went to cody so yep. tell me how did you get and why did you do that so post toad row okay. uh, i friends in private equity and angel investors because i'm a part of an organization called endeavor global Okay. which is an organization that helps high-impact entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs connect with everything from CEOs to CMOs to venture funds to help these businesses scale mm-hmm. uh, and help grow the economy, right? Help them create jobs. And they, this organization is incredible. It exists all over the world. And I've been a mentor yeah. for many years. In that process, I've met so many people. They came to me and said, okay, you're great at direct-to-consumer. Yeah. How about you help portfolio companies? Okay. And so some of the portfolio companies that were struggling were traditional B2B consumer goods businesses that just mm-hmm. saw these indie brands come out of nowhere and take their market share, and they were freaking out. And so I worked with a few brands, and beauty was one sector that was really struggling from B to B to B to C. And I helped a few brands um, uh-huh. in a portfolio company and then met some executives at Cody that had brilliant idea of saying, 
we'd love to incubate a brand, mm-hmm. direct to consumer brand in mm-hmm. our ecosystem. Uh, would you come and help us do it? Soup to nuts, because I had worked with some other beauty brands and turned, just had an overnight success with a few of them from zero to 200,000 followers and millions of dollars in D2C revenue that never existed in under three years. And so they thought I could be a value add. Uh, and that's how I went into Cody. I met the exec team, brilliant exec team at the time, um, and really had an entrepreneurial spirit within them. I created a brand formulas, branding, brand positioning, and sold it into retailers and created a D2C strategy for them. Uh, but then the company went through a transition of CEOs and- Always uh, happens in big companies. Yeah. You know, I want to go back though. I want to go back to how you built the brand. So tell me about that whole process because that that had to be just from scratch, right? And valuable. It's an idea, now let's do it. So tell yeah. me about that. Sure. So, I mean, it was truly me in a room. They kept me very far and locked away from the rest of the company. <laughs> I had done previous years. <laughs> they really did. I was kind of like this hidden, hidden child that nobody wanted to come out of the back room. Um, but so, yeah, I sat by myself. I had done a series of research prior to that on where the skincare industry in particular was going. And it was wow. definitely going in a place of natural and sustainable. Mm-hmm. And so the brand formulas I created were about 99% natural with sustainable packaging. We sourced the world's first biodegradable sustainable packaging at the time for beauty. Oh, that's great. A company out of Finland. Okay. Um, and so we created this entire project. I created the formulas with a formulator, 33 SKUs across beauty, wow. skincare, body, and hair care. Um, we created the branding with an agency that was incredible. It was an activist brand because, again, I'm a person, uh, a product of purpose, right? Like yeah. It has, has to have a voice. It has to have a plan, a plan of action. This brand has to mean something. And I'm very, very bullish on future brands knowing that if they don't have a real purpose, an authentic purpose, they will no longer mm-hmm. exist in three years. So this is a new generation and, and they really do care about purpose. Agreed. So, yeah, it was a crazy ride. Uh, it was super fun, <laughs> but I, I realized that what big companies struggle with is bureaucratic mm-hmm. complexity because mm-hmm. we went from in six months, three months creating the formula, those formula passing all the stability testing and, and working in parallel with an agency, creating the branding, sourcing the packaging and getting mm-hmm. to the line of production in a regular company like Cody that could take a year, year and a half. Right. And, that is their biggest handicap. They just cannot be nimble. Um, but I learned on the indie side and why I was so interested in this project versus doing it on my own is that in order to implement change, real change, mm-hmm. you have to get the big guys to change too. So if you believe that the beauty wow. industry is not healthy, <laughs> yeah, right, which I knew, and I saw a ton of indie brands come out and then crash and burn because they just didn't have the cash or the the bandwidth or the retail presence. I knew that a, a company like Cody, if I could take this brand in and change the way they looked at what kind of formulas should be made, what kind of ingredients should go in there, the way they should speak to the consumer, the way they should involve the consumer, mm-hmm. and the way they should create products for the people, not for the retailers, maybe that would spill over into the rest of their 
brands. And we can get this beauty industry from being not so great to positive change, right? To being a positive place uh, for women, for men, uh, much more inclusive and Mm -hmm. much products better for everybody in general uh, versus what we were kind of seeing happening right now. I, I tell you what, that is big. You guys heard it here. In order to implement change, you have to get the big guys to change too. I love that quote because if you think about what's going on in our environment right now, right? And let's apply that quote, right? To to getting folks to make real change, sustainable change. Mm-hmm. Um, there's got to be a mission involved. And... and um, it, how does, you know, you're a marketer, you're a direct-to-consumer guru. You, How does diversity, as you just so eloquently spoke of without mentioning the word, how, how does all of that interact and, and, and how does that interplay with consumers and how important is it as an entrepreneur to take that into consideration? Tell me about that. It's critical to take that into consideration for a variety of reasons. Mm -hmm. First of all, I think each consumer is unique and different. Uh, The last thing that I do is target and segment people. It's a false assumption. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I think people really need to create SKUs for everyone, products Mm -hmm. for everyone, not just particular target segments. I mean, Mm -hmm. if I hear things like we want to target moms, we want to target people (laughs) in the West, you cannot do that because products have to live across everybody. But I think in multiple levels, the way you develop your products should Uh be universal. They should be good for everybody and they should be affordable. You're hearing a lot about mastige products, which never existed before. There has always been, particularly in health and wellness, these products that were prestige or mass and nothing in the middle. And I think consumers want something in the middle. They want value mm-hmm. and, and they want quality mm-hmm. at the same time. And there's no reason that price should really force people out of the market. Mm-hmm. So I think inclusiveness is everything. Uh, it's making sure people can afford it as mm-hmm. many people as possible. It's mm-hmm. making sure that it works for everybody. And mm-hmm. it's making sure that your marketing in a diverse and inclusive way, right? You really mm-hmm. have to be conscious of that because your consumer is everyone, period. I, I think that those are some very solid principles and that mastige concept, you know, I first really heard marketers talk about that and practice that a, a handful of years ago in the wine business. Yeah. Right? And and that that became, and that, that, that really... Uh, added some character and some uh, dynamics in the wine business uh, that created uh, some really some new brands, and, and it was all about consumer. Yeah. And I, you know, uh, at Protus Global, we've been in this this cannabis space for four and a half years. I mean, we're at the very beginning of the legal cannabis space, and I, I tell you. Branding is so important uh, in consumer businesses, and it's what creates value in the in the process in the industry. And I, I just don't see enough of it. Yep. I, is it coming? Is that is that coming? Yes. 
Okay. <laughs> I think that has been um, a transparency, mm-hmm. branding, and communication has been a handicap in the cannabis industry to date. Mm. I think that I have yet to find, mm-hmm. prior to creating Healers with my partners, a brand mm-hmm. that really communicated about CBD, uh-huh. about ingredients, yeah. about the sourcing of CBD and made the packaging easy to understand and pleasant and enjoyable and something people can identify with. Well, that's great because uh, we're going to take a break and we're going to come back and we're going to talk about Healist Naturals and how what we just talked about applies to your brand and the portfolio that, that you've created with your friends and colleagues and how that all works. Uh, I'm Vern Davis, your host at Plant Profits. And we'll continue our discussion with Lisa Ruggieri with Healist Advanced Naturals. She is a co-founder. She is the chief marketing officer. And um, uh, it's exciting to hear the things that she is thinking about. And I'm sure that we hear about in Healist Advanced Naturals. We'll be right back. Plant profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Dazed and Infused. Join sugar industry expert Latham Woodward for a happier hour each week for a lively and often hilarious discussion on the infusion of cannabis into food, beverages, and life. Explore exciting new culinary landscape trends with fascinating friends and guests who are leading the industry into the uncharted mainstream. Discover curated menus, enhanced cocktails, and live tastings. Life's a little sweeter here on Dazed and Infused. Oh, let the marijuana llama tell you something now About a game for your phone gonna make you say wow The game's about the game of growing cannabis for cash Grow the seeds, sell the bud, put the savings in the stash Little by little your empire grows large Put different celebrities inside your entourage You can choose to play with Snoop or me or Chichin Chong Cypress Hill, Willie Nelson, Wiz Khalifa with a bong The name of the game is Hemping, that's the point Download and play while you light yourself a joint the business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh yeah, get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. The cannabis industry is evolving at a radical pace, progressing toward the green peak. Each week, join Richard Zwicky, a cannabis visionary and entrepreneur as he interviews experts from around the globe to discuss updates and evolutions in the world of cannabis. The Green Peak with Richard Zwicky. The Plant Profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com. Welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. I'm here today with Lisa Ruggieri. She is the co-founder of Hillist Advanced Naturals, and she is also the chief marketing officer. And uh, we've just come off a real cool portion of discussion, really, about marketing, consumerism, branding, and really, I want to spend the rest of the time that we have together, Lisa, really uh, diving into Healist and, and 
what that's all about and why it exists and what are the principles you put in place and, and tell us what consumers should expect from a brand performance. Sure. Okay. So Helix is the world's first benefit-led CBD brand. So okay. there are, you know, as we all know, thousands of CBD brands out there. Mm-hmm. But we really approached creating products from a benefit perspective. So we helping to create the best and most optimal product for people who have, you know, stress and anxiety that are looking to mm. uh, calm and unease their um, stress levels, sleep, mm. which is my biggest issue, which is really kind of the benefit I invested the most in, um, in the past three <laughs> to four months, you know, people with sleep issues, there are a lot of sleep aids out there that are not natural, that are not good for people that give them grogginess or an awkward feeling. We're really focused on creating specific blends okay. for that benefit, uh, well-being as well. Um, Tell me really- about well-being. I, tell me about, yeah, how do I translate that? I see well-being on a bottle, right? And online, I'm buying it, or I'm thinking about buying it. What does that do for me? So it, it supports your immunity. Mm-hmm. It supports good gut health as well. Okay. And it supplies you energy. Those okay. are kind of three main benefits of our well-being product. And you'll see if, if anyone goes to healisnaturals.com on each product page, we have specific blends, specific terpene blends mm-hmm. that were created for each of these benefit products and additional ingredients uh, in addition to the CBD itself, the broad spectrum hemp, that really drive home the benefit of sleep, calm, relief, or well-being. So there's other clinical ingredients uh, to support the, the product's benefit. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Please continue. I had to stop on well-being because I, I wanted I wanted to get a get my my brain around yeah. why me, right? Yeah. Why well-being for me, right? Yeah. So I think also a really great element to our company mm-hmm. is our dedication to transforming the snake oil opinion. Ah. CBD in general, right? Yeah. The category is its own worst enemy. And so we made a conscious effort and commitment to say we were going to be as transparent as possible, triple lab test everything. If you go to our website on every PDP page, there is a lab link to every certificate of analysis. You can see every piece of information about that batch uh, if needed. So we really- That's great. I've seen that. That is great. Yeah. Really make an effort to gain everybody's trust. And then uh-huh. education. We are big on education in general in CBD. Uh, mm-hmm. Wanted to make sure that consumers understand everything from dosing to safety, mm-hmm. uh, to how to use it, to when to use it. And mm-hmm. we've created both a customer service line as well as uh, multiple digital um, elements of communication to really help people ask the questions. And you'd mm-hmm. be surprised how many people call uh, because everyone is unique and everyone has different sleep. You know, who wants to get to sleep faster? Who yes. wants to sleep longer? Yes. Who wants to be, uh, take the calm um, drops during the day, but they have to pick up their kids from school. So they want to know how it's going to make them feel. We have a great connection with our consumers, but we realize that each one is so unique. We can't keep up with the frequently asked questions uh, because each question is unique to individuals. So making yeah. sure that we line open to them is important. No, that is that is great. I would imagine now, uh, based on what's been happening in our environment, right, 
you know, with the pandemic, right, with the um, the racial uh, uneasiness that we have in our country and, and actually across the, the world, uh, that this thing's, I mean, the anxiety treatment, I mean, your products must be doing well. Yes. Um, unfortunately and unfortunately, uh-huh. right? So, uh, we do see people really buying the double strength sleep drops. Oh, really? That is yeah. the number one product selling to date. Since COVID, actually, um, since March, that has been the driver uh, of product. And then the Calm Chews and the Calm Drops, Mm -hmm. that has been the recent uh, product that people have been asking for and buying. And and I think it's just a sign of the times, right? It it really is. Now, the, the double sleep drops. So I take those. What do I feel like when I wake up? Zero broadcast. And you feel refreshed. Absolutely refreshed. I think that is the number one differentiator between our sleep drops and mm-hmm. any other competitor's sleep drops is no grogginess the next day. You feel as if you slept in a great deep REM sleep eight hours. Oh, that's great. Yeah. That's great. I don't know anybody who don't need that. I, <laughs> I take our sleep drops. Do you? I take a combination of our well-being drops in the morning and yeah. our Sleep drops at night. Tonight. That's, that's yeah. your routine that, that gets you there? No, I, th- I think that's cool. Uh, <laughs> I really yeah. do. I really do think <laughs> think that is cool. So, okay. So now, are you direct consumer only or you have a retail presence? How, how are you launch this, this business? So we are currently direct to consumer only, but we uh-huh. are in discussions with uh, major retailers in the U.S. Mm-hmm not allowed to say who at this time. I understand. But yeah, we will be on me channel certainly very soon. Okay. No, that's that's great. And you think the retail piece is important? I think the retail piece is important for real penetration and mm-hmm. I think consumers are still skeptical mm-hmm. cannabis curious. Uh, but just are not sure. And I think the retailers will add an element of trust to the category. Right. So from um, uh, regulation and, and how, how do trust, transparency is key yeah. to trust, right? Um, that's one of the key characteristics of a brand is that you can trust it, right? Yeah. And, and so that's, that's critical. But, but what, what, what can regulation do for you and, and what are your thoughts there? What do you need um, in your environment to make this thing go? Yeah, I think FDA regulatory yeah. guidelines are a must. Yeah. I think it, it will clear uh, everything up for consumers, and I think it will help the brands communicate better about sure. what their products can do. I think it'll put us all at ease. No, I, I think so too, and I can't wait till we get it. Uh, so okay. that, and I love the fact that in your business, you and your colleagues have gotten out in front of it. You started this transparency. That's, that's all consumers want. They want to be able to understand what's yep. going inside of them and take the mystery. We can remove some of the mystery out of the product. I'll tell you, it will change. It will change the world. It'll change the business. If we can Absolutely. get rid of this mystery because, and we can get rid of the bad actors, right? Exactly. Right. And get rid of the bad actors and make them go through the right process and create things that are good for consumers and not necessarily to be so selfish about what's important to them. 
when uh, exactly. we're not getting what we want. So I think that's 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 really cool. You know, what would you like to, uh, you know, uh, what would you like to say to the audience and, and to me about CBD and what's going on there um, as we leave the show today? Uh, what would you like to leave us with, Lisa? I think I'd like to leave us with the fact that there really is true science behind this plant and how it operates with our endocannabinoid system, which is our our body's system. Mm -hmm. And and it really does work. I think we need more science. I think we need more regulation. But I really believe that this product can help people. It's natural. It empowers people. It helps them be there 100% naturally versus uh, with, you know, big pharma medications that are really expensive and have all kinds of side effects. I look forward to the future of cannabis. I think it's going to transform the way we heal ourselves and the way we think about natural remedies in a way Mm -hmm. maybe before we felt they just didn't work. Sure. Uh, it's just time to open up this space and give the consumers the information they need and the science behind the plant and our bodies. I think you're absolutely right. And that is an amazing way to end our, our uh, conversation, our session today. I, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. I've spent a wonderful half hour with Lisa Ruggieri, co-founder of Healist Advanced Naturals. She's also the chief marketing officer of that business. You can follow Lisa Lisa Ruggieri. Ruggieri is R-A-G-G-I-R-I on LinkedIn. You can follow Hillist on Twitter, Facebook, and and all of the social media sites. And uh, the website is hillistnaturals.com. Hillistnaturals.com. Lisa, thank you so much for spending time with us today. I'm absolutely uh, uh, excited about your product, and I'm going to get some. Because I, yes. I, I know someone with sleep problems and needs some wellness in their life. Um, you know, you, it's People me. Get <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I don't have any. I'm, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to get some. No problem. Thank you uh, very much. And thank you all for joining us. Again, I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits fueled by Produce Global People Solutions. You can download episodes of Plant Profits from wherever you get you know, your podcast, wherever you get your podcast fixed, get it. Uh, you can get Plant Profits. CannabisRadio.com is a great place to get it. That is my partner. They're a wonderful partner. Or uh, you can subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, wherever you get it, as I said, uh, and wherever you get your podcast portals. You can follow Protus Global on LinkedIn, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. We are everywhere. And uh, you can learn more about how we are building companies and we're changing people's lives all the time, every day. That's what we do. ProtusGlobal.com. That is P-R-O-T-I-S Global.com. Until next time, cheers. Thank you all. The opinions expressed on this CannabisRadio.com program are those of the guests and hosts and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of CannabisRadio.com. Any rebroadcast or redistribution without proper consent of CannabisRadio.com is prohibited.